This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Heather Bain. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Corey Connerly and Andre Woodard with the San Antonio Alumni Chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Very well dressed, I might add. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, uh, this is a, uh, everybody's wearing red. Mm-hmm. Is there a story behind the red jacket? There is. There is. Can you give it to me real quick, like real short? Well, just colors. Uh, the, the jacket is just business, right? Uh, men uh, of achievement. Men of achievements are normally wear sports coats, and the color is crimson. Uh, for our, our official colors, crimson and cream. All right. Love it. In studio with us today is Heather Bame, a certified business coach that works with business owners to gain clarity and achieve their goals. Heather, welcome to see, welcome back to the show. Always glad to be here. And I'm your host, Mark Eminger of Krukus Marketing, Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in giving small businesses a competitive edge by hiring low-cost virtual administrative specialists from outside the United States, which that's really how I built my entire 24 full-time employees for just a little guy like me. You know what I mean? It's kind of nice to be able to get that leverage. A quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area and like to have your company featured on the show, visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210-879-8804. That's 210-879-8804. All right, so um, you guys are very active in your community, right? And I, so I wanted to kind of open up our the podcast with the discussion about how important it is for business owners to be actively involved in their community um, Heather, what are your initial thoughts on, um, like, why a business owner should at least consider getting involved uh, in some level with their business and the community? Well, I think there's the obvious reasons, giving back and, and being able to utilize your business, not just for your own personal gain, but for your community is huge. I know people get into business for a lot of different ways, but... Uh, even if you're just looking at it from a business perspective, I know San Antonio is a super relational city. Most people here want to work with businesses that they know, like, and trust, and they want to work with people that have been around long enough that they know they're going to stay. So it's almost a requirement in this city to be involved in your community in some way. Yeah, and, and Andre, I don't know if you can – I imagine it would be okay to name some businesses <laughs> that you guys are working with in the area, but when you start partnering with companies yeah. – in in the community here mm-hmm. it's a special feeling right you guys are coming together working together for a specific purpose um do you have what are your thoughts there as far as like who are you give me an example of somebody you're working with and what you guys are working on yeah um <clears throat> of course we've worked with uh, the the spurs uh as well um we have a golf tournament uh, or several golf tournaments so valero has also been a great partner yeah as far as uh, uh, sponsorship um, and, you know, a number of others. So we are always out there seeking corporate sponsorship partners to, um, you know, just help us get out there and uh, serve our community. Yeah, and, Corey, that feel-good part of it, right, when you're kind of elbow-to-elbow with somebody else and you guys are working on the same thing. Yeah, I think that I think that for having the ability to bridge the gap between – the corporate office sector, the CBD, central business, those those individuals that uh, normally uh, are in an office space, a cubicle, right, every day, and to be able to come down and say, "Hey, look, we're going to rub elbows. We're going to we're going to work on this Habitat for Humanity project. We're going to work on 
uh, some of the other foundational uh, aspects in our area. How can we bridge that, what you guys do together? Um, it's been very, 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 very we, again, Valero has been a great partnership for us um, in far as aviation program and just hearing kind of what other corporations are doing and how we can uh, collaborate with them as far as we grow. And I think tying the corporations into the needs of the community and at least that awareness. Hey, did you even know that we have a homeless problem here or that you know what I mean that there are kids who are struggling with cancer that are, are looking for help and their parents don't have a place to stay when the kids are going through the treatment at the hospital these types of things that businesses have no idea about that we get the opportunity to kind of tie them in when we're doing some kind of project together right and again I don't want to Santa has experienced a massive amount of growth in the area from corporate relocations and and things of that nature. And again, you know, a lot of these California companies um, mm-hmm. and, and others, uh, New York-based companies, San Francisco, um, they do not understand. Uh, and have to, it takes a learning curve to get acclimated here as far as the policies, the procedure, and the demographics of the city, right? Um, what is best served and what is needed, as you stated. We have a, a historical dry areas uh, for as far as food, uh, food deserts in this particular city. And so, how can we bridge and leverage the food bank's relationship with either Cap Alpha Psi or a food bank relationship with, with some other corporate sponsor or, or HEB or whomever, right? HEB is local. But some of these other companies that have um, discretionary funds to, to be able to pour out into the community and to say, hey, come out, welcome to San Antonio. Thank you for the you know the job growth. But also come out here and, and, and aid us in, in, in some of the things that we, we need done in the area. So I feel like having that pulse, you guys are a great connector for, you know, these big corporations <coughs> and where in the community they can be directed to do good. But that relationship building between you who have that kind of boots on the ground relationship with the community and the localities to the corporations, I feel like a lot of people don't know or have the skills to bridge that gap because it is a skill set. What did that look like for you guys coming in? as an organization in the city and building influential relationships that allow you to help at a greater scale? Um, <clears throat> I think w- what it looks like for us is, I mean, if you think about our fraternity and our chapter, so we have about 90 financial members in our chapter. We've got about 400 or so members of Cap Alpha Psi in the city. Mm-hmm. So think about the chapter as a platform of individuals with diverse backgrounds, uh, diverse experience that are able <coughs> to come together and be able to um, get out there in the community, make some connections, do some networking. But the biggest thing with us is that we're able to use sort of our manpower to get out there and do that. Mm-hmm. So if a business or a corporation really wants to impact uh, the community, um, then we can be an avenue for them to partner with us to get out there and do it. Because we are in the community, we know the community, and we have um, you know, just the diversity and the background to, uh, to do that. So like if a company has you know, more financial resources, you guys have more leg 
yes. you know, legs and arms ready to go do the work that need to be done Correct. out in the community. I, I okay, that's that's a real good way to put that. Actually, I picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good example of that was, uh, you know, I don't like to say the word, the c word, but the you know the the time in which we had with with the vaccinations, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Good Health Wins, which is a, a platform that that allowed uh, allowed us to reach out to do vaccinations, uh, and so we held uh, through the MLK Walk. Uh, we had we allowed you know vaccinations, and I believe we did over we did somewhere north of two thousand plus vaccinations in, in the uh, or as we say, black and brown community, right? Uh, where the where individuals in the city didn't quite necessarily know how to reach them, right? Um, because of uh, miseducation uh, about the vaccinations, right? But there's a trusted resource within the city, uh, within their neighborhood, and Denver Heights is the neighborhood. If you guys are familiar with us, um, is the neighborhood, and and able to get out there to say, hey, look, we're gonna educate, we're gonna lead the charge on what, how can we better serve and save our people and that's giving informed information about the vaccines that have been given and then giving them an, a location that's not out of the out of the area close to their house a proximity to them we're bringing it to them to be able to s- make sure that they're safe cool now i've got a question on that sure. you you're an organization of quite a few individuals and it sounds like you guys kind of come together to direct your focus to certain initiatives what does that look like because I'm guessing there's two parts to it right there's the getting the money piece and getting the resources piece and then like deciding where to allocate those sure. so what what does that process look like for you guys well <clears throat> if we if we think about um, sort of top down so mm-hmm. so our national Kappa Alpha Psi um, they have several programs <coughs> that, um, you know, they, they have a focus on. Uh, for example, um, you know, of course, we've got Guide Right. We've got Kappa Lead. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about those, uh, GRAD and things like that. So once we get that top-level direction, the chapters that we have within the fraternity, we're able to come in and say, okay, we're going to take that and we're going to do that at a local level. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> as a chapter, we're going to have people designated to run this program, all right? And then that person is going to have a committee, and they will recruit people within the chapter to run that committee, make contacts in the community, and just run the whole program and try to get the resources to help us do that. Cool. So l- let's learn a little bit about the background yeah. uh, <coughs> on your fraternity Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre, so you want to give us the uh, how did it start? What's the, give us the background there? Okay, all right. So, Capital uh, Society Fraternity Incorporated. It was founded in January fifth, nineteen eleven. Um, so, on this January fifth, two thousand twenty-four, we're we're going to be celebrating one hundred and thirteen years uh, of Capital Society. Mm. Uh, it was founded on the campus of Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, and um, <clears throat> it was founded by 10 young men, so our Kappa Alpha Psi founders, led by Elder Watson Diggs. Um, so a little bit about the why. So during that time in Indiana and on the University of Bloomington, it was a difficult time for them. They really weren't a part of the social life of the campus. So they had common interests. Uh, they had common goals. So they came together and decided to establish this group-level fraternity. And 
what we wanted to do, <clears throat> what they wanted to do differently is they had a vision that it would be uh, more than just a social organization. So when you think about a fraternity, you're thinking party, social, things like that one. But this is one that was established uh, on the principle of achievement. Okay. And um, so, and then of course, when they started, we had uh, several objectives. The primary objectives to unite <coughs> college men of uh, culture, patriotism, and an honor in the bond of fraternity. Uh, another one to encourage honorable achievement in every field of human endeavor, to promote the spiritual, social, intellectual, and moral welfare of its members, to assist the aims and purposes of college and universities, and to inspire service in the public interest. So, what drew you guys personally? to this organization you know there's the overall goals but what what resonated with you specifically so i pledged in, uh, as an undergraduate mm -hmm. so i pledged in uh, april of 1987 way back <laughs> okay uh, i pledged at the epsilon eta chapter of uh, uh, kappa alpha psi in um, northeast missouri state university which is now freeman state university so <coughs> the official answer is um, you know, they were, um, they seemed to be, I, I didn't know nothing about Greek life when I went to, to college. Um, but they seemed to be, um, you know, men of achievement, uh, distinguished and, you know, all that. But what I really liked about this particular fraternity and the brothers that were there, they were, they were just cool. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were really sharp. They were business-minded. I just like how they approached everything. So that's what drove me to join them. I like that. So not so much the the party life didn't <laughs> draw you in, it's the professionalism. Absolutely it did draw me in. <laughs> so but I, I like the honesty. Was there no partying at all <laughs> going on? It was professional on, parties. Was a lot of parties <laughs> okay. That's 18, 19 years old. That's what right? happened. But um, the, the combination of having that life but taking care of business. Yeah. Nothing wrong That's with that. What I love. Have fun. Yeah. I feel like you Play have hard, to enjoy the ride, right? Otherwise, you're always working for something that's just out of reach, and then you don't really know what to do when you get there. Right. It's like, what what now? Yeah. If you're Focus just and fun. Yeah, do a little bit of both. What about you, Corey? Uh, my, I'm a little different. So um, I'm a, I've only been in the bond three years. Uh, we call it the bond. Uh, so uh, Fall 21 initiative of the San Antonio Alumni Chapter. Uh, under uh, Flip, uh, not under Flip, under Jimmy Chambers. Now, Jimmy did Chambers. you join while you're in college? Or no, after? so I'm a, I'm the alumni brother. So there's an undergraduate, which would okay. be Woodard, and I'm the alumni. See, I had no idea until you just said that. So is that I why you had now? different ties on? Uh, no, uh, this, this is that's just a personal just preference. Personal okay. <laughs> <choice>. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but I've been around uh, men of Kappa uh, upside my entire life. My grandfather Ed Jones. Um, is a pivotal part of my life, and he was a Kappa man at Gamma Psi, uh, Grandma State University. Um, and so uh, taught me how to tie a tie, taught me how to walk, um, bought me my first pair of penny loafers. You'll learn about that later. That's very <laughs> important when you have your loafers. Uh, and my first pair of khakis, right? And so when you think, as a young man, I grew up wanting to aspire to be um, just half the man my grandfather was. Mm. Um, and so I've always chased uh, the ability to... Um, to, to join the organization. However, at my university, um, there was no local chapter. Um, so I was not mm -hmm. able to do an undergrad. Um, and so in the alumni chapter, the standards are a little different. 
Um, you have to have achieved and continue achievement um, in order to be uh, voted in uh, in the process. And I was very fortunate uh, this go around to be selected. So, what does achieved look like? Achievement. Yeah, like to to get into the alumni association. What type of achievements are you guys looking for? Um, well, of course you you have to have a degree, but we're looking for you know what have you done in your career? Um, <coughs> oh yeah, what have you done in your career? Um, educational achievements, just demonstrating that you are serving the community and that you've done something special. Mm. But, there, you know, there is an interesting dynamic. So I, <coughs> I, I, I pledged um, as an undergraduate in the chapter, and, and, and he went in as the alumni chapter. But I joined this alumni chapter in 2016. So the progression is we, we are looking for um, people that join the undergrad chapter to eventually join the alumni chapter of whatever city they're in. Got you, because people move around. It's right? a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know, if you decided you, you know, you're stationed, if you're to a military uh, audience, here we are in San Antonio, uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you end up, you know, pledging at San Antonio Alumni, but you get stationed in, you know, Dubai. You know, there's a Dubai chapter. Japan, there's a Japan Alumni chapter. Uh, we want to be that familiar face in the community. Um, and, and, and it's a lifelong commitment. Um, and so it, it, from the undergraduate, brother, again, this is, 25 years, you know, difference here. Uh, but we're still here at one point uh, by one dreamers, uh, one fa our founder and his dream to kind of be together and, and to push this forward. And mm -hmm. so we're here. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk a little bit about what you guys are doing in the community. So there's a program called Guide Right. What is that? Yeah, Guy Ride is our youth initiative program. Uh, we're just very proud. Sorry, my fight, my face lights up yeah, when I hear about that. Yeah. Uh, so we have... Um, under the direction of uh, Brother Son C um, is the Guide Right program. And, again, getting back to that question of how things are – it's a committee. It's, it's purposefully and the tasks fully done and to get those resources done. It's, it's essentially we have a student uh, right now in every ISD in San Antonio mm. um, in the Guide Right program. We have a, currently about 75 uh, Guide Right members and young men, again, all over San Antonio. And what we hope to do there is, for the business people, is create a pipeline, right? Mm -hmm. we, we want to train them up. We want to, uh, and what's training stands for, we want to make sure that, that they have the tools necessary to make a decision whether to go to college, not go to college, uh, to pursue, you know, that sport, that whatever the case may be, and to show them the etiquette, the tying of the ties, the how to eat properly, um, how to open doors, right? Those things that they may not know how to do, and some do, but just understand that they have a foundation and to be to be that constant interaction as a positive male role model. Okay. So um, over 6,000 youth currently enrolled in Kappa League programs? Correct. correct? Nationwide with a graduation rate, a high school graduation rate of 98% and a college acceptance rate of 88%. Nice. Um, three Kappa Leaguers have been awarded the Bill Gates Millennium Scholarship. Correct. What's that about? STEM. STEM research. STEM, STEM research. All right, cool. And STEM is science, science, technology, engineering, and, uh, and math. Eng engineering. Engineering, 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 and math. Yeah. Okay. Is, there's another one now. A arts. It's called. They call it STEAM now. Or something like that. 
Yeah. Somebody's trying to change it. It's not me. The arts were like, what are you doing? You forgot about the arts. Someone always has to have their their spin on it. It is 2023. There has to be inclusion on everything. Why just them? We think with our left and right side. So let's dig a little bit more into the into the guide right program. Sure, so sure, tell me, sure. give me some examples, of specifics of what you guys do. So right now, uh, there's a few things we have a uh, what we call a career like a career enhancement portion, um, and and what we do is we take every every one of the individual uh, young men and we we ask them what their interests are, and we're trying to pair them with while they're in the organization uh, with uh, either a local business or a Kappa mentor. Um, that can show them and expose them to that very early on. And so for myself, I'm in uh, data science. Um, and so we work with young men who are interested in that particular program. Um, but there are some that may be interested in drywall, um, a, uh, a drywall um, barber colleges. And so we have a Kappa um, who owns a local barbershop. Um, and so trying to get them that kind of exposure. We want to make sure that and I guess the point, the purpose here is to we want to make sure that as as mentors that we can align them in the community with whatever their little minds, uh, hearts want to do and achieve, uh, because that's what we're pushing for. Okay. And so, and then we may fall short in some of those areas, but that's why we're here um, is to for that that construction company that that knows how to do drywall and we have someone interested. We want to be able to bridge that gap. Um, to those who may uh, be interested in, in that industry. Well, it's about an opportunity. And I've said this before on here, but I think what's interesting if you like look at case studies of successful, high-achieving people, usually it comes down to a story of one person. They met one person that sure. changed the way they think or they heard a story about one person that gave them a whole new thought process to the possibilities in life. So how are you finding these students? Because I feel like, for this type of program to be successful, they have to be open to it mm-hmm. and, and ready to kind of take that step into opening their mind to all that you guys have to offer. So uh, word of mouth <laughs> uh, and reputation um, over the three over the last three years, we've had a hundred and seventy five percent increase of the guide right program. Mm. Um, and so we're we're trying to be intentional uh, to be out in the ISDs. We, we meet with the local uh, business uh Brother Brother Scott um, sets up this meeting with the education uh, city, and we we speak, we go to their meetings and events and things of that nature um, to be able to know what's going on in the district first and foremost, seeing what the district is having you know issues, um, and then trying to you know reach out to those segments and say, hey, look, we can we can assist in in, in certain areas, um, but in short, we want to just being visible. The red jacket is is not by you know, accident. by accident, it's to stand out, right? And so you, you, it won't be any distinguisher. If you don't remember Cap Avasai, you remember those guys with the red jacket taught me something, and then you'll find out what the red jacket means later. Well, How are you guys funded? So, I mean, your business, you, you guys said that earlier. Correct. So I think it's fair that I can ask the question. Mm-hmm. How, what, is it donations? Is it... How do you guys? I'll yield cash? that to the former uh, KOE. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I spent some time as the uh, treasurer of the chapter. I'm the vice provost now, vice president. Uh, we're primarily funded by the dues of our members. That that is the baseline funding uh, that we um, have our operational budget. But when it's time to do some of these big events for Guide Right and Kappa Week, like 
college tours and the signing uh, day and things like that, that takes a lot of time. So we have to put on programs and events, um, that things of that nature to uh, get the funds to be able to do this. And with that, we have to rely on sponsorships, donation from the, uh, the, the chapter itself, donation from people that know us, um, direct donations from uh, the corporate sponsors we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. But just really um, just having sponsors to help us do the activities or put on the events, that's where a lot of the funding comes. So if there's a special program or event that's going to be going on, you go out to big corporate sponsors and trying to get mm -hmm. funds. Yeah, and like, then like if we're going to do a golf tournament, we say, okay, we need a we need that corporate sponsor for the golf tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, we need people to sponsor holes, um, things like that. So uh, in, in that way, you know, it's not just hey, give us some money and we'll think of something to do with it. Right. It is focused. This is what this is for. It's very focused. This is the activity. There's going to be a lot of visibility for that corporation, for that business, and um, you know, we're just going to have a great time doing it. Now, are you guys nonprofit or for-profit? Nonprofit. Nonprofit. Non yeah. okay, now, we're not an official 501c3 nonprofit. Okay. I believe we do have a separate um, uh, San Antonio Alumni Kappa Foundation. So the chapter is one entity that's kind of a nonprofit, but the foundation is another. So we partner together. We're a corporate sponsor can give to our foundation, get the tax deduction, um, but then earmark those funds for the programs that are run by the chapter. I so see. it's a good partnership. Yeah, and you guys are a franchise, so you pay in franchise fees, right, up to the well, main? Well, we, we no? all have to pay dues to our national. Yeah. So that's that's our franchise. Yeah, it's like the Chick-fil-A model. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. And if I can, like... I, I understand the altruistic nature. I've, I've run into you guys at chamber events and heard about all the programs. I think it's wonderful. But I'm guessing there's some other benefits beyond just being able to pour into the community. Do you have any stories or personal experiences of, you know, you came into this organization and it's, it's not your probably main income source, how that's affected your business or your life outside of just being able to give to charities and, and mentor kids? Well, go ahead. yeah, <laughs> for for me, <clears throat> it sounds like a full time job. It's more of a part time job, <laughs> I guess you could say that. Um, but the brotherhood is is what we what we sell, and I think that's that's you know I know it sounds very cliche, but that's really what it what it is. Mm -hmm. um, I have we call them uh, line brothers or members who were brought in at the exact same time. Um, I was having a hard time uh, with the with a job I wanted to switch. Um, and, and that person being a corporate communication specialist, uh, redid my resume um, to where I, I got the job that I have now, which is um, an uh, associate director, assistant director, um, a predictive analytics. And so just having, and that brother had known me, you know, three months, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's just being able to bridge those things together and be able to lean on each other, um, to link up, to be together, to know that, hey, look, we're here together, and, and if you need something, you know, let me make a call um, if I know someone. That's very, very important um, to us as a, as a fraternity, and I think that's why 25 years later, um, Brother Woodard is still active today, and we have 50-year members. We have 
you know, uh, Brother Alvin Brown. We have Brother Kelly, Ralph Kelly, who've been in the bond since the 50s, you know, who are still coming around, still helping out. You can't tell them to sit down <laughs> because they see the impact in the community. And being able to call those individuals a phone call away to be able to say, hey, Brother Brown, Brother Kelly, you want to go golfing today? You want to think about that? Sure. I got time. <laughs> uh, to be able to get that wisdom is very important. And then you can't put a dollar amount on that, at least for me. Well, if somebody wants to be involved with this program, sure. so what are the qualifications to be involved? Do you have to be in college? Do you have to be in a certain, I mean, what's the, how do you get in? Into the fraternity, uh, college degree, and then we all have an open, open application process. Uh, to be involved, now we put out any community service event that anyone can attend a community service event. So whether we just had uh, visits and vaccinations at a local church, um, and then we can put that out. If you decide you want to come, you can let us know that you're coming via the chapter's um, Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case may be. We'll give contact information later. Um, and we'll be more than happy to take as many kids. You know, we're running around. <laughs> so, But for the youth to benefit from this type of sure. program, is how are they how are they getting involved? What, what does that look like from the start? Are they in college? Is that where it starts? Or is it high school? Or So, no, they start uh, very young. So we have uh, in our guide writing Kappa League. We start them uh, from the ages of 8 to 18. Okay. Um, and so uh, anywhere from the, that area, they can <clears throat> parent. Mom, dad reaches out um, via email to the director. We have an enrollment period uh, to where they can application process. Um, and then there's a, a small fee, I think maybe like $125 to pay for that. They have a jacket as well. It's not red, but it's, they have a jacket as well. What color is the jacket? Uh, is the jacket red or cream? Yeah, yeah, it's like a okay. it's like a darker maroon, <laughs> and it has Kappa League on there, and it's really nice. Picked up. I love they have, kids and they have their ties. We have pictures all sharks. over. Uh, but and then and then from there, <clears throat> again, we, just like the 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 parent chapter, what what in, what interest does that child have? You know, uh, mom, dad, do you do you know? Right, and if they don't know, we'll build that relationship with that child to see what their interests are. And then we'll kind of tailor it from there. And so from from eight to graduation, we're there. And then that leads into scholarships. Uh, we offer scholarships um, for uh, for our graduates as well. And that's where we host a college signing day because most of our children end up going on to, to colleges and universities. And is that when they would say, okay, I want to be part of the fraternity if, if that college has yeah. a chapter? So it, it, exactly. Um, <clears throat> So if they have this experience with us as the youth, they go into college knowing so much hmm. because of their experience with us. So, of course, then that's their opportunity to say, well, I'm a freshman in college. If I've got so many credit hours and my grade point is okay, they can um, apply to be a member of Kappa Alpha Psi while they're in college. Uh, and then upon graduation from college, wherever they land, um, we've got – over 700 chapters across the country, international, wherever they land, they can find an alumni chapter like this one to be a part of. Right, and they can start giving back. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think it like a huge takeaway for me from this is just the community of it. 
you know, in school, you're forced to be in school. So you've kind of forced to create a community in college. You're almost, but after college, I used to hear it all the time. People had a hard time making friends and in a digital world, we can just be on our screens, remote work. And then after the C word happened, even more so isolating. So having a way to get plugged into a community of like-minded individuals Mm -hmm. that can help you grow as well is huge. And I think everyone's kind of searching for that, but there's a different mindset to saying I'm going to apply for it and it's worth the money I pay into it right. to be a part of it. Absolutely. Anything we missed? Did you guys want to get on the floor as we wrap up? Anything else? Um, if someone is interested um, or any corporate sponsor or business that they want to partner, uh, they can send us an email at info at sanantonionukes.org. Um, and we'll monitor that email. We'll reach out to them, and what we'll try to do is we'll 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 do some discovery and say, okay, what are you looking for to impact the community? And then we'll take one of our programs and say, okay, this is how it plugs in and kind of customize something for them. How do you yeah. spell noops? N U P E S. Okay. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's our nickname. So we're we're Kappa Men, but we call each other noops. noops. <laughs> you gotta know yeah. to know, okay? A term of endearment, <laughs> or is it an acronym? Or uh, it's it, it's a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you know, I'm a Marine, so I'll call other Marines, "Hey, Devil Dog," "Hey, Leviathan," whatever. But with us, it's you know, "Hey, Noob," and that that comes from um, our other Greek letters called uh, uh, "Phi Noob Pi." Mm-hmm. The two of those have that Noob sound, so that's where it comes from. All right. Very cool. All right, so if folks want to get in touch with you guys, San Antonio Noops. Yep, info at, at sanantonionoops.org. Okay, and the website? sanantonionoops.org. Right. Or Facebook, San Antonio Noops uh, on Facebook as well. All right. I'm really glad I asked you guys how to spell that. <laughs> Otherwise, no, we would have. N-U-P-E-S, right? N-U-P-E-S, I love it. It's easy. You got it. All right, guys. Well, great job. I appreciate it. Uh, did you guys say this was your first time podcast? Yeah. First time yes. Well, great job. All right. It's a wrap of the show. Quick reminder to check out our latest podcast or catch a video version of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for this show. Thanks, everybody. Great job. And we'll see you on the next one.